everybody good evening staying out of showers here uh, hope hopefully staying out of tornado alley again and uh, just having a grand old time how is everybody hope everyone's well I'm doing okay Pam I was uh, literally our tornado not just watch but our warning yes I was in the middle of a tornado warning right before the podcast mm-hmm. um, that was just lifted, but we are still under a watch and severe thunderstorm warnings. So um, I am still monitoring weather as we do our podcast. But fortunately, um, it seems like we should be okay. Um, but you never know. There's a lot of rain um, right now. Things have died down a little bit. 
Um, I know Kenzie knows what it's like being in Oklahoma. And I think most of us uh, on the podcast now are in areas where severe weather has been running rampant in the last couple weeks. So I'm hoping everyone is, is safe and having a, a good week despite the uh, challenges. <laughs> challenges. That's right, Pam. <laughs> Did I say something amusing, Pam? <laughs> oh, please, my life is a challenge right now. I hear you. The divorced son has found a girlfriend and uh, just, it's not that I'm not prepared, ready for it. I shouldn't say prepared, but mm -hmm. when I have to clean up after the girlfriend, because right. the 38-year-old girlfriend doesn't know how to clean up after herself. That's a problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. <laughs> so Betty's with her blessedness. Oh, that's wonderful, Betty. Oh, I hope you're having... <laughs> Not fun. Not fun. Mm -mm. Not at all. So. Just be safe, everybody. Be safe. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know whether Betty got this last night, but a friend of mine in Brooklyn... Uh, sent me a screenshot of her emergency warning that came up on the phone um, about a tornado warning in Brooklyn. So that is interesting for her. She's, never, you know, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. You don't think of those things. So, yeah, so hopefully this weather will be cleared up fairly soon. <sighs> so... Uh, I hope so. What news can we bring? You know, we know that, oh, we're now in a tornado warning until 5.45 p.m. here. Thank oh, there you. you go. See, I'm, I'm just passing it along, Pam. <laughs> we get it first. It goes to you. That's then right. Then we'll go up to Betty. All right. KK had it so, before you. KK, yes, because it does sweep across Pennsylvania, and, and we get it um, usually a day after um, I'm thinking probably a day after Kenzie sees it. Mm -hmm. Kind of the way the weather's been flowing lately. So, news-wise, um, we know that yes. SR's somewhere hiding in the Hobbit hole, working <laughs> on whatever he writing projects he's actually working on. So, uh, nobody's really heard from him uh, in the last week or so. Uh, so we're sending our thoughts, good wishes, prayers, uh, whatever it may be that he may need so he can come back and join the party again. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm hoping that he is working on some very exciting projects uh, that he'll share with us. Kenzie I says, I really hope he's well and am anticipating his return. So are we, Kenzie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very hopeful. Uh, you know, of course, my mind, my mind roams to the, wouldn't it be great if he's working on the screenplay? Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't I be fun? would love that. And Lori says, I miss him on Twitter. Yeah. And I agree. And Kenzie says, something to look forward to after all this stress. That's true. Yes, absolutely. Good things and are coming, as he always are, says. Yeah, they are. That's what 
Nina keeps saying, that's what he mm -hmm. keeps saying. So we're good that way. Yesterday, um, MJ got a very nice little blurb <laughs> from Daniel Tomaso. Yes, that and was exciting. Yes, it and was. That was so exciting. And, but, you know, we have to give credit to Effie because Effie yes. is the one who raised the question again, who would be your Gabriel? And she uh, put forth um, my, my one of the fan faves, Daniel DiTomaso. So, and, uh, and that was like that, four days ago she did that. Yep. And it just kept rolling down until he finally picked up saying I'm going to have to get the books and read them mm -hmm. and as someone said uh, on the Passion Flicks uh, founders site founding members site what, what, isn't it great that when you, you have to force a man to read a romance novel way to go <laughs> so who knows and he <laughs> Kenzie's fangirl is screaming. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, Kenzie, you think your fangirl was screaming? <laughs> How about it, Pam? <laughs> because oh my God. literally, I just, I've been on phone calls, I'm doing research, and I'm, this is for work, and I'm, and it's, uh, it, you know, no, Betty, I already know you're going to say something about research. It's not that kind of research. I wish it was. <laughs> um, but I was on phone calls yesterday, and I literally looked down, and as, that as Tommaso writes his tweet and I literally had like eight minutes before my next call and I am like texting him. I'm like oh my gosh did you see what is this for real is he really responding is this interesting I think this is I don't have time to check this out to make sure it's legitimately his fan site but I think it is because I'm following him I was freaking out so thank you Pam for <laughs> So I was sitting in my. I said, "Ask Sr. and Nina. Let them know." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was going nuts. And I was sitting in my car when I got that <laughs> message, outside the grocery store. So I'm sitting, sitting there, and I'm, you're typing this stuff up. I sent it to Sr. and Nina, mm -hmm. uh, through email, a screenshot and everything, and then uh, Nina sent back, you know, put it out on the Fox Den. And then if you're in Passion Flicks, and if any of uh, anybody, anybody out there in the ether who sees something like that, you know, just retweet it or, or re share it with Facebook and mm -hmm. tag Nina, SR, uh, Passion Flicks, and Tosca. Um, right. I, I know that Tosca is in the, the founding members group if you're in that. I'm not sure if she's in the regular Passion Flicks group on Facebook, but because I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't go into that one. But, um, so that's what she suggests if anything comes along. Mm -hmm. So this is the second actor who has um, suggested himself for the part or through fan base, crowdsourcing, however you want to put it. Um, to, to, you know, look at the part of Gabriel. Uh, one of the things I do if I see it right away, or if I, like with yesterday, I, I replied to his tweet um, saying, if, you know, if you're interested, let your reps know. Passion Flix is going to be doing the production. And, you know, 
break a leg, basically. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Betty says she needs to check out the whole thread. And she laughed because she said, um, I read her mind. I knew I knew where you were going with that girl. <laughs> and um, Kenzie said, I offered to send him the novels, but he better pick them up one way or the other. I think he will. Um, and Kenzie said, and then SR came back for a second for it, and I screamed some more. <laughs> and Kenzie says, I need to watch Witches of East End. So do I, Kenzie. I think I said that. Um, probably when I was talking to you, Pam, I, I haven't seen that yet. Um, and I, I need to check out if Daniel has the acting chops that it takes. Um, yeah, I, I, I've never seen that. I know that he, was, he, he also did Timeless. Mm-hmm. I think that was a series. Um, and I think he's been in maybe one or two Hallmarks. I'm not sure. I am oh, not yeah. sure. So that, but yeah, and I know, but I, one thing I did notice in his IMDb page, which is sometimes as reliable as a wiki page, mm-hmm. um, that SR would get mad at. Um, he <laughs> speaks French and Italian, and I just yes. thought he speaks Italian, and a Dante specialist who can speak Italian without having it phonetically put out for him to learn. Right. Isn't I know. Awesome. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's a selling point right there. Exactly. And, and yes, Betty, we also need actors interested in Paul. And we also I, need Julie actresses to come through. Right. You know? Right. Right. There was a lot of discussion about Lily Collins. And, and I, I think she would be bit, phenomenal, but I think she's going to be out of our budget range. Yes. I have a feeling Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Betty says Italian earns you extra points. Lori yes, said that would be great. Yes, it does. And <laughs> Kenzie says Canadians seem to be very multilingual. Well, they learn Agreed. French right away. Mm-hmm. They learn both languages. So. Exactly. Uh, They're a bilingual nation. My the the great late the late great from the time he was in elementary school till he left. Uh, the Canadian school systems uh, spoke French and Mm -hmm. my mother's sister the late Aunt Jane who prided herself on her few French words that she probably picked up when she was in high school was corrected more than one time by my husband so Mm -hmm. she did not like that um Mm -hmm. And Jim would kind of keep it on the down low as far as the language goes, uh, along with a lot of other things. But he, you know, he says, if you're going to speak a language, speak it correctly, whether Mm -hmm. it be English, whether it be French, whatever. So that was that he that was one of his little ticks. You can do something right. to do it correctly. So, yes. Uh, and Betty's going to volunteer for the role of Julia. Yeah, I think, I think you would work well, <laughs> Betty. I think we all would volunteer for that. I'm I'm volunteering for Professor Picton. <laughs> I think I I I could nail her. In the, oh, you would be fantastic because you already got the cod swallop going. Cod swallop. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love She's it. She's a little bit older than me, but I can play against type. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, they'd have to, they'd have to make you look older, but. Well, if I let my hair grow out, <laughs> rather than the box number 8C, uh, <laughs> it would work well. Kenzie, Kenzie was saying the librarian at the Morin Center literally gave me some tips for speaking French. <laughs> and Betty goes, if Paul and I ever have a child, at least in the fictional world, <laughs> I would love it if they could speak at least three languages. Oh. I love it. Yes. So, so that was that was the big news. I mean, that was, that was just so exciting. And as you mentioned, though, if there's any other, if we get a sense of any other interest in from actors for any of the roles, mm -hmm. um, definitely tag tag Passion Flicks and Tosca and SR and Nina. Exactly. Let them all know. You know, I. Uh... You know, I don't know. I don't know how big Passion Flux is. I mean, when when Tuska's gone online to speak live, there's basically only like four or five of them in the office. Mm -hmm. So you know, and one's uh, her assistant. So I'm not really sure how, what kind of grouping of people they have. So right, or my my sense is the way they work, they probably subcontract and have like a team. You know, of of contractors in addition to like their actual staff, but who knows? Oh, yeah, you know, know, I'm not sure how they operate fully. You know, um, I know uh, there was this one woman, Joni Kane, who <laughs> uh, wrote a lot of the beginning Passion Flix projects. And from what I understand, mm -hmm. what I heard is that her mother has taken ill. And so she's kind of stepped away from, from them for now to do any kind of uh, um, screenwriting. I know oh, that she's... Oh, okay. So that makes sense. So they're kind of down one of their go-to writers. Right. And I think she she may have, maybe Canadian. I'm not sure. Because a lot of the Hallmark films that are filmed in Vancouver, in that area, are written were written by her so you know so I don't know whether she's like I said I don't know whether she's Canadian or not and I think that's what one of the big problems in is as far as being able to film in Toronto because of the, uh, the requirement that a Canadian screenwriter so hence the speculation that SR is helping write that uh, you know, uh, yes. Screen, I, the hopeful, the hopeful, it's really, it's really, it's really just hopeful, yes. <laughs> hopeful conjecture on my part um, exactly. and speculation, but um, it, it's, it's more of a, a hope and a dream. Um, who knows? I mean, he could be, he could be digging into other projects, um, other new, other new writing um, initiatives, other stories. I mean, you know, it, it's funny. Oh, Kenzie, she says, can I be old Mr. Kringle? Because I am him. <laughs> and Betty says, we need to watch a lot of TV this summer. Maybe we can discover new talents. Agreed. Mm -hmm. 
Agreed. It's a shame some of the actors on Riverdale are just a skosh too young because some of them have some good acting chops. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenzie says Pam's very informative because I know none of this stuff. <laughs> and she says, I think SR would write an incredible hockey romance novel. Yeah, that would be interesting, Kenzie. That would be interesting. Uh, that would be very interesting. His take on that would be very interesting. He's a half Because, uh, you know, yeah, he absolutely. Lives in, uh, Maple Leaf Country. <laughs> or is yes. around Maple Leaf Country. Exactly. So, yes. And I wish we were all there right now. And <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> I am missing. I am missing the Great White North. I, me too. Yesterday, my my son's phone died. I don't know what happened to it. All I know is it had, it was all pixelated and he couldn't get anything on his phone. Oh no! So, um, yesterday I went to Verizon because he's on my account, and uh, we were talking to the guy, and I'm like, he's go- he's actually going to Vancouver in two weeks, and then on a cruise to Alaska. But um, I was talking to him and I said, I said, I'm constantly asking my Canadian friends, I am seeking asylum, may I come in? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. So, so Kenzie, another thing for hockey, uh, I think is it Helena Hunting? Oh it's my gosh, yes. The Puck series. I, yes, Kenzie. And, Although it would be, it's a very different take than I can imagine. SR. This is Helena Hunting at her, at her, her best, and her um, Helena Hunting either writes really angsty books or really funny, um, laugh out loud kind of books. And uh, the Pucked series is seriously <laughs> laugh out loud. It's one of my favorites. Um, I have to say she's written a ton of books. I think there's seven in all. The characters are hilarious. Um, I, I don't s- even know what to, I don't even know how to say, you know. Yeah, I, I, read I, I won't even I, I, I can I can wax poetic about Helena Hunting. I'm actually in the midst of reading uh, I, I've kind of the past couple of weeks have been on a Helena Hunting binge again. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's one of my fave go to's and she is another Canadian author. Yeah. So yeah, so. and Pam and I had a chance to meet her, and Deborah Anastasia, her mm-hmm. one of her besties, um, at a fair, a book festival. Gosh, was it two years ago now? Yeah, yeah, it was down um, in, in Virginia, Baltimore. 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 Yep, so. in Baltimore, That's and they I, were great. We originally met uh, Jen and uh, Morgan. That's right. Yep, and on that and and, and that's right. Yes. And on that note, um, mm-hmm. um, we are going to be doing a special podcast on was it the twenty seventh or the twenty sixth? It remember? is Wednesday, the twenty sixth. So it's Wednesday. Okay. It's just going to be at a special time to accommodate our special guest. Yes, we're going to be uh, having Jen come in. And uh, it will be at 9 o'clock at night because uh, it's 6 p.m. on the West Coast. And so that will be discussing paperback writers that uh, is our short stories based on Beatles songs. And, I love it. 
SR wrote the foreword for it. And there's uh, Jen, Morgan, MJ, Effie, um, Mango, or Susan, mm -hmm. um, and a few others. And off the top of my head, I don't know who they all were, uh, to come in and, and discuss, the, discuss this. So make sure you pre-order, and we'll be able to discuss it at that point. Uh, so that, that'll be the 26th. Very exciting, yes. and I'm very excited about that. Um, we have uh, just the fact that there's so many of the SR fans who are involved in the project is exciting. Mm -hmm. um, I believe this is a special uh, collection. I know there's been a lot of promotion on Twitter and on Facebook mm -hmm. and some of the social platforms. Um, so I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, and, you know, I'm looking in the chat room. Uh, Lori says I have all of her books, meaning Helena Hunting. I bet she's funny in person. She is. Lori, she really, really is. I mean, <laughs> is, um, she, she is uh, how she writes. And um, she's, she's really great. And, uh, yeah, Kenzie said that... She might have to give another go. She said there was a lot of sex scenes in it, and I, you know, one thing you can, Kenzie, you can just, you can just kind of fast forward through some of those, mm -hmm. um, because I, I'm telling you, just the nuggets in between. Although she writes the sex scenes very funny too, um, in some instances, uh, but um, just some of the characters and situations are great, um, and you know, I think if you have a chance to check out any um, of these authors if you ever if they ever have events near you guys it is really cool to go mm -hmm. um, and Betty says she's looking forward to this special show I'm glad Betty yeah. I'm we're really excited. glad we're excited we're, to have them come too so. yeah it's we've been we've been discussing that and we we like the idea of trying to promote um, other authors in the in the fandom and uh as well as just authors that we think you may enjoy so if that's something that you continue to enjoy let us know yeah. i know that nina's going to be coming out with a book uh in august and so that'll be exciting um definitely so that it'll be busy it will be busy um next week uh, I'm not going to be available. I am taking my neighbor, Phil, down to Washington, D.C. for the day so that nice. he can go to the National Gallery to see the Tintoretto exhibit, which will be leaving, I think, at the end of June. So I said, why not? Gives him something to look forward to. Absolutely. And he, Phil is slowing down. Um, mm -hmm. I've noticed it. His niece has noticed it. But uh, as long as he does what he's supposed to do, he's still painting. And he keeps his air conditioner on on the really hot weather. Uh, he'll be, do, he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll work it out. So, uh, yeah. So he's, well, I'm looking forward to that with him. There will be a lot of sitting and staring at, a, at, at one 
painting at a time because <laughs> it's very interesting to talk about it with him because he starts asking you all kinds of questions what mm -hmm. do you see how's the shadows coming in what do you think of that color what colors do you think you know it goes on and on and on and on and he's teaching you as well as questioning you at the same time so anyway that's that's my next week it'll be uh, it should be fun it should be fun because I'm also taking his uh, niece with me and an, a friend of his Nick who's my age and I was goofing on him on Sunday uh, you know maybe you could hook us up because he likes to go to Europe twice a year specifically Paris and France and um, that kind of stuff and <laughs> to be, truth be told he can, doesn't have to do that and he won't do it because he's kind of a little strange but that's he's quirky like well quirky quirky's kind of quirky can be fun that's right um, I think you, um, and as Betty said, it sounds like fun. Have fun with Phil, Pam. Mm -hmm. And Lori said, you're so sweet to him, Pam. That exhibit would be interesting. And Kenzie had asked how Phil was doing, and I know you just gave the update on that. Um, I think that it's really great that you're going to be able to go down um, there. And <clears throat> we'll, send out, we'll send out reminders, ladies, um, yeah. regarding our schedule because we also um, will not be on June 19th as well because that is my daughter's birthday <laughs> so um, we will let you know the whole June calendar um, <clears throat> so you can plan accordingly but I think we're gonna have a lot of good news and in fact I did want to um, just so we can all be on board I actually just went out to Twitter and I'm going to copy and paste uh, I Karen KK isn't with us today but I, I pulled information from her Twitter feed on the links for <clears throat> pre-ordering uh, paperback um, writers mm -hmm. and the fact that it is uh, I knew there was money that was going to be donated to charity and it's going towards world literacy which I think is just beautiful um, <clears throat> so the links are up and uh, we um, look forward to getting our hands on that book yes also <laughs> MJ has uh, brought out an author page for herself on Amazon so if you'd like to go follow her just find her as MJ Grace so. that's right that's right. Uh, and Kenzie asked, did you guys post the photo of the Gabriel lookalike in Toronto? Pam, I, I defer to I you because you're the one who has the, uh, I don't I have, have that, that image. I have that. I do not have, well, because he was sitting like on my side of the table. Yes. Like yeah, well. I, was a, I was a chair away from the Gabriel. I'm going to call him <laughs> the Gabriel. The Gabriel. Um, <laughs> yes. I should have tried to sneak a shot too, but I just think <laughs> it would have been harder for me to get away with. 
You think? So, well, maybe not, because I was taking a lot of pictures of the band. You were. But <clears throat> maybe we could repost it, possibly. I am looking for it right now. Yeah. To do that. Uh, so, yeah, so that, you know, that's about all the news I know. The, the Czech uh, version of um, The Man in the Black Suit comes out tomorrow. It's that's really exciting. Small. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. And I know that the, uh, I think it's the Italian version of uh, The Prince is available now. Mm -hmm. And Raven comes out <clears throat> in October, if I'm not mistaken. And then we have um, uh, uh, the French versions that are out. So, very exciting. It is exciting. And I'm excited because we are finally getting to the last part of the chapter. <laughs> it's only taken us how long? What, three weeks? <laughs> but let's be honest. We had a lot of fun discussing. Uh, yes, we did. Yes, all we did. of the things that have been going on. So, you know, our beginning part of the chapter and we were talking all about uh, the Louvre and the beautiful artwork in the Louvre because that <clears throat> really was a feature you know, SR took us took us not only to Paris um, in this chapter, but to the Louvre, and uh, so we had a lot of discussion around that, which I thought was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we had to share with you our our sojourn um, to Canada in search of Gabriel uh, up in Canada and Toronto, as well as in Niagara Falls. And so now we're now we're back, um, back in Paris, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> we're going to start. As you can recall, we had the discussion between Kate and her bestie, Acacia, and they were talking about all kinds of things. They were catching up, and especially talking about. Nicholas and about Luke mm -hmm. and uh, also about the really difficult uh, time that Kate was having with her professor. Um, so they were having these discussions. They had just finished eating lunch. They were walking to the Louvre, talking about all of these wonderful things. They went to the pyramid um, in the Louvre and was admiring all the, uh, the all of the artwork as well as the architecture with the pyramid hanging from the ceiling which sounded really really cool to me <clears throat> and you know Kate had observed that Luke showing up the way he did was really a dumb move on his part and of course you know because Kate being the American is pretty blunt and puts it out there and, you know, Acacia, she had asked Acacia if she'd be able to talk to him when he cools off. And, you know, Acacia is very cognizant of what she says because she's not alone with Kate. Um, they have their um, always vigilant companion, Kurt, um, watching over them. And, you know, she more or less said, she just does not want to have another repeat of that how things went down in the morning when Luke barged in to 
yeah, I don't blame her either. But frankly, I would have, to- <laughs> I don't know if I would have t- talked to him, frankly. I'm, I'm thinking about that scene. Mm-hmm. Although I guess I would be like, you know what? I just should deal with this because he's not going to go not away. He's not going to let go of it. Uh, yeah, but I, I and, you know, but it's still, she told him she would call him and then he shows up early and I, that, I, I would have been a bit I frustrated been by that. Yes. So it's understandable. So they were just finishing that discussion and a man in a very handsome green suit with a smartly dressed woman and a security guard walked toward the three of them and Kurt stood in front of them. Kate was looking around him. And the man asked for Mademoiselle Santos. And uh, yeah, Betty, I agree. Kate's observation of Nicholas was interesting. I hadn't seen, I hadn't been seeing it the way she saw it. Yes. Um, and he held out his hand uh, in a matter of introduction, the man in the green suit, not to be confused with Nicholas, the man in the black suit. And he introduced himself, Louis Richard, or Richard, I'm guessing, the director of the Louvre. And Acacia shook his hand, introduced then, and she was introduced to Daniel Dubois, director of guest relations, and Etienne Gavin, head of security. Acacia shook his hand and introduced Kurt and Kate subsequently. And the director said that Nicholas had just called him and smiling as he said it, he did not realize that Nicholas was in town. So, I mean, I think the, I think this was a genuine matter of affection for the director of the museum. He seems like he has that relationship mm-hmm. with them, with Nicholas, and he was genuinely happy to be able to uh, meet a special friend, um, you know, to talk to them and and show them around, so and offer uh, Madame Dubois to help. Yes, exactly. And and Acacia mentioned he just arrived, and the director asked if she would need her bodyguard. Well, had requested that he, her bodyguard, would sign in with security, and offered the tour with Madame Dubois. And Acacia replied that was very kind, but they were just going to a few rooms. She didn't want it to be a bother. And the director suggested that they move to Madame Dubois' office to fill out the required paperwork. So Acacia looked at Kurt, who told her Rick had texted him about the protocol and this was all fine and okay. And he had to show his identification and his permits because as you know, he carries weapons with him. So we asked SR, why did Acacia swear when the museum leadership approached? Because she was, you know, when she saw him coming, she was not too happy. And Acacia knows Nicholas has intervened when the museum leadership approaches. And that's what he said. That's the bottom line. She was not happy because she didn't want Nicholas to intervene at all. And so the director. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, I honestly, I would be thrilled, (laughs) but I know she wants to own her own, earn her own way. Um, But I think Nicholas's intention is pure. He just wants to help her, and 
um, lift her up because he's so smitten with her. Um, so the director shook Akasi's hand, asking her to give Nicholas his best, and could he prevail on her to come to the opening of a new antiquities exhibit in September. And Acacia told him she would like that very much. And I think she genuinely liked that invitation. Um, I didn't think that was just her being, you know, pro forma. I think she was uh, excited about that. So, um, oh, and thank you, Betty. Thank you for thinking that was a good question. Because we have another one that we asked SR. (laughs) And the other one was, will a future book include a scene with Nicholas and Acacia at the Antiquities exhibit in in September? And I said, yes, this is a shameless ploy for another story. And just in case you're writing it, Pam noted that museum sex might be difficult during the day. (laughs) Winky face. So, (laughs) and surprisingly, SR did address our question. Mm -hmm. He said, readers asked for a book about Kate. So I might do that someday. And he said, so I'll table those questions for now, just in case. He says, I don't know what I'm going to be writing next. I don't know what I'll be writing next. He said, I'm still in edits for Gabriel's Promise. So, a girl can dream, right, ladies? A girl can dream. But it would be difficult, I will say that, in the Louvre, uh, (laughs) to have museum sex during the day. Only because of the crowds that are in there. Right, right. And um, I'm sure... If uh, SR has probably been to the museum more than I have. So I will leave that to him to find the uh, quiet spaces that they might enjoy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) So Kenzie's laughing. Um, So the director was pleased um, with her response and said he'd send the information to Nicholas's assistant. Enjoy your visit, he said. And smiling, the group, the head of security, escorted them through security and into the museum itself. And she noticed that they did not have to go through the metal detectors and that uh, Rick did not have to, or Kurt did not have to surrender his sidearm. And Kate leaned over and asked Acacia, or said to her, rather, I didn't know you had connections like that. And Acacia took her arm as they entered, speaking in English because she wasn't sure he spoke it, although she thought he might. And as she looked at Kurt, who seemed unperturbed and, you know, always the professional as he is, mm-hmm. he said she, she said she did not know either. <laughs> and um, I see Betty said, maybe it could be a special outtake, Museum Sex for Nicholas and Acacia, <laughs> oh that boy. would be an interesting outtake. <laughs> I think that would be too. Although I still I feel like that's really the realm of, of Gabriel and I, I don't I don't know if Acacia I don't see Acacia and Nicholas doing going on that adventure. No. Uh no, just because I feel like Acacia's so um that is her passion, that is her love, that is her... I don't know. I don't know. I, you know... Maybe. I think, Maybe. you know... I don't know. I feel like Nicholas is a little Raven too much of William a gentleman. In, Raven and William did in the Uffizi. 
Yeah, but William's such a gentleman. I don't know if he would he would do that. What and do you guys also think? Because he took her in there like after hours too. Right, right. I, that's true. I'm not not saying that Gabriel's not a gentleman, but <laughs> Gabriel pushes the limits sometimes. I think. Um, sometimes I limits need to be pushed. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Kate starts changing the subject, which I'm doing now. Okay. <laughs> and, and said, getting back to Luke, it's obvious he's very hung up on you. He kept coming back to your apartment while you were gone and seemed genuinely concerned. And I'm sure he was shocked when you came back from your vacation with someone new. Acacia nodded. Kate was sorry about the awkward encounter, but she wanted to know about Nicholas. And... I can say that, or as I'm looking here, Ken, Betty said Gabriel is frisky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kenzie said, what about an ocean sex outtake? I've always been curious about that. <laughs> and she said, be careful. SR is a lot like Gabriel, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what was it in, um, I was going to say Bimini, but it's not. Uh... Um. Uh, it was in uh... Bali. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was in you know, like yeah, in the Caribbean. Was it Bali? No, it was the no. Caribbean. No, it was off of Costa Rica. Okay, Betty, say that. I'm forgetting the name of the island. What island they were at? Um... Wasn't the Bahamas? Um, I think, I'll think it's of off it. the coast of Honduras. Yes. And uh, I, I, can, I can picture it in my mind because it has I a lot too. of neat huts and everything. I just don't remember the name. Yes. <laughs> and Betty says, this makes me wonder what would be in Paul's list. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Lori says, I can't remember. Kenzie says, we need to see Paul's wild side. <laughs> I have a feeling yeah. stacks would be involved. <laughs> Kenzie says, horseback sex. Well, that could be a possibility. That is possibility. I don't know. I uh, Paul's wild side. That could be a whole Belize, other. Belize. That's it. Thanks, Betty. I know. I was thinking it's Central America. It's somewhere. Yeah. Thank you, Betty. I knew you. Betty comes to the rescue, of course. Mm-hmm. So Kate's chatting with Acacia, and she says she needed to learn a little bit more about Nicholas. And for reason known only to Kate, they went to the Dean and Wing to see the Mona, the Mona Lisa. Um, Kate really wanted to wander over to where the Mona Lisa uh, was housed. And they passed the decorative arts exhibit and entered the room. And SR describes this as a really cavernous room. And Pam, you can fill us in a little oh bit because I know you agree with that. You were actually there, so you can describe it. It's huge, and the painting—they have paintings on all the walls, and they're—and they're, you know, like eight feet by ten feet type paintings on the wall, and others, and and but the room is huge. It's like mm-hmm. being in the center of uh, uh, any museum, like at the it, that's large before it goes off into the their other rooms, but. Um, you walk in and 
on three walls they have all these huge paintings and then in the back uh, is this one wall and the only painting that was on the wall is the Mona Lisa and it's got a um, like a, a gate around it or or, uh, the, or not a gate but a, whatever and it's sort of curved so that because there's so many people you get on a crowded day you could get like 40 people deep trying to get a look at the Mona Lisa so mm. you sort of got to work your way up and around and wherever and the the neat thing is is no matter where you stand in front of that painting her eyes follow you that that's was really, cool that that was cool. I mean, you could, you know, you're off. To, I was off to the right side, and it was like she's looking at you. And the pictures I got are from that side. I, there were just so many people, I just couldn't get dead center and get a picture because I was there were so many people in there. And you can stay there as long as you want. You don't have to move out of it or anything. But mm -hmm. um, they're very particular. They have um, a, a force field shield. Uh, in front of the painting so that if you know if you move your hand into it it this this thing automatically comes down wow um, and it, it, it they the person who was the guide I was with said that you know that could cut your hand off oh my gosh down that fast mm -hmm. um, and all the doors in the room will close off and lock uh if something you know as well as this thing coming down in front of the painting and I, it all stems from the you know the beginning of the night of the night early 1900s when it was stolen by an Italian uh, artisan who was working in the Louvre who didn't like the fact that this Michelangelo painting was not in Italy it was in France mm -hmm. so he had taken it out of the frame and I think it was found a, a time later I don't know if it was rolled up or in a suitcase uh, before they could get it back and re redone to, to rehang. Um, yeah, and it's just, and it's not that big. It really isn't that big. It's maybe That's 11 by what everybody 16. says. Yeah, everybody says it's just, um, you know, everybody says it's just, you know, very, um, you know, a, a not, it's, it's a surprisingly small painting for, yeah. for what is built in their mind. And, um, and considering what <laughs> else is in the room. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. It's just so, I mean, it, it it's just so stands out, but it's so much smaller and in, in, yeah. incredibly smaller than the others that are in the room. So, yeah, there yeah. was, it was, uh, it, it was interesting to see. It was, it was an experience. It was an experience to see it. I love that. And P Betty says, Pam, you always have fascinating stories. Well, and I love, I love the fact that they were, there's a, there's a, some good back and forth about Paul's wild side. And <laughs> Kenzie Q, Q Motley crew wild side. Mm -hmm. Betty says, if I remember correctly, they were in Belize for Valentine's day weekend. That's right. Lori says, Betty knows. And that is right. And Betty says, I have a feeling Paul might be into striptease. He did mention something about a gentleman's club looking for new hire. So perhaps he likes a show. 
And Kenzie said, I totally forgot about that. I feel like a fake fan. <laughs> oh, Kenzie, you are not a fake, fan. Not you a fake are, fan. You are, you are, you have the pure joy of, um, loving these stories. Um, and she said, I actually looked and yes, they were in the Turtle Inn Resort in Belize uh, in that story. And <laughs> Betty says, I'm obsessed with the Gabriel series. I need a life. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenzie says, SR's novels are life. Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they they are. are. I'm hearting that. Uh, so, I mean, we're back at the Louvre and... I don't know if you can hear the thunder. <laughs> I can't hear your thunder. I'm waiting. I just had uh, a report that lightning struck within five miles of me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my house is dark again. Um, but oh, now we're in the tornado watch again. Awesome. Um, so for reasons, um, let's see. We were talking about the Mona Lisa, and they went in. And the room, not only as as you said, Pam, the Mona Lisa, is just this one painting in in this massive cavernous room, um, which also has a collection of Botticelli's. Mm-hmm. And ah, oh, I mean, talk about heavenly! I love that. Um, and Acacia kept close to Kate and Kurt, um, and so they were all together Kurt was watching both of them closely because they're in this crowded room and Acacia told her that um, speaking very closely in Kate's ear so she wouldn't have to shout that Nicholas was a guest at the Victoire and his security team had intervened when she was attacked and so she was kind of trying to let Kate in on how she now has the security guy walking around with her mm-hmm. and so, you know, that makes sense. Um, he, you know, and Nicholas was worried that they'd come back to her apartment and follow her after the attack, which is why um, Acacia went away and left Paris with Nicholas. So it's, it's That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, you know, That's all Kate needs to know. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have to leave, give too much away. Um, Betty says, I need Nicholas to send me a special ride. I'm not looking for a long walk a la Julia style. <laughs> Perhaps Gabriel's nearby. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. It is. It is. So Kate's asking why he had a security team, and how is he so cozy with the dir- director of the Louvre? Yeah, you knew Kate wouldn't leave it alone at no, that. Right? Of you knew she, course not. Kate had to dig. So she, so Cassia told him that um, Nicholas was a businessman mm-hmm. and a patron at the museum. I'm sure he gave a nice patronly check every now and then. Absolutely. So Kate was giving her a suspicious look. And mm-hmm. uh, they approached the Mona Lisa from the side in an attempt to move to the middle. So you're kind of squeezing and scrunching your way over. Right. Um, and and you did have that feeling. He wrote that really well. Like you yeah, could, he did. You know, you felt like you were kind of in a crowded space when you read it. Read it. And, uh, you know, he, he, like the, these crowds are almost impenetrable, as he's saying, which 
is very true. Um, and Kate asked if Nicholas went with her when she left Paris. So she raised her voice because of the crowd. And Acacia told, told her, yes, that he is traveling on business. Mm-hmm. So Kate thought this was a coincident, coincidental, which Acacia agreed. Then they saw an opening. Zing. <laughs> Getting in there. Got to get in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Strike Kate while the iron's hot. Yes. So Kate remarked that it appeared smaller than remembered. And Acacia agreed, saying it's, it also appeared darker. And the perspective is amazing, though. And Kate wishes she could paint. So Acacia said, well, you know, go into the Latin Quarter. Go to the art store, pick up an easel, paints, canvas. <laughs> you know, and, and just go down and start, you know. Just, just <laughs> exactly. said, but I don't have your talent. <laughs> and Betty yeah. says so much for a quiet place to talk. <laughs> exactly. Too many, too many people. But. Yeah. So uh, she's like, well. She, as, as she said, told Kate, she said, you know, you're not going to know until you try, and which is true on anything. And then she said, if you, if you ever see anybody down by this, by, you know, in the same, by the same painting, you know, then not everybody is as talented as the next. So, right. But at least you're doing it. So, but anyway. Um, and. So Kate is saying that, you know, she could do anything. Nicasia had to remind her that she could not make a souffle or do a cartwheel. However, you never know what you're going to do until you try. I can never do a cartwheel. <laughs> um, I've never attempted a souffle. I've eaten them, but I've never attempted it. And Betty says she can paint a stick figure, but it won't look like Mona Lisa. <laughs> hey. But, you know, I liked, I liked Acacia's point because Acacia was trying to say, look, I mean, we're all human here. Some of us can do some things, but other, you know, other things we can't do. And that's okay. You're Not everyone's good at everything, that's I right. think was her point. Mm-hmm. So, so Kate suggested that should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she asked if she wanted to take a picture and Acacia said, no, for today. So mm-hmm. Kate thanked her for humoring her, and she'd like to the, visit the Mona, Mona Lisa when she was less stressed. So Acacia grinning, saying that she understood Mona Lisa is non-judgmental, and she always had that smile. Now there's there's a little story that the Mona Lisa uh, was actually the face of the Mona Lisa was actually uh, Michelangelo's. Um, boyfriend oh that's right Lover. yeah mm-hmm. i remember hearing a lot that. of the i hearing a story a lot of the pictures of uh that he's did that he's painted which he didn't do a lot of he wasn't really into painting as much as other things but his lover was always the was the uh, subject subject yes which i thought was fun anyway yeah and Kenzie says, I can't draw anything. I wish I got my mom's artist talents. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, You know, it's always good to try different things. And, you know, people produce art in different ways. So, they do. Um, some are writers. Some mm-hmm. are photographers. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> 
some can use a pen and ink mm -hmm. some do watercolors some cook some you know i mean talents are all varied and artistic talent is very varied so absolutely mm -hmm. and betty says oh how romantic re referencing the michelangelo uh painting his his love yeah i'm you know and it I, you don't really think about the the gay aspect of in the Renaissance, mm -hmm. the gay history that could be there. So it was interesting when when you're hearing and reading the stories about Michelangelo and and his subject. Um, you know, so I just find it, I just found it very interesting at the time. So. Uh, Acacia was uh, they when they worked their way through the count and Acacia was relieved that even with the bodyguard because she, she didn't like the crowds so Kate guided them through the French art exhibit nearby and she asked so when you went away with the businessman where did you go <laughs> uh, so, so Acacia told her they went to Switzerland first and because that's was where he's from and then they went to santorini oh yes <laughs> and kate thought santorini did not sound like business but acacia said yeah it was <laughs> and uh but he took her to the beach and and she kind of left it hanging out there <laughs> Yeah, so took, Kate, he, he took her to the beach, all right. And he did. <laughs> and Kate came a little closer. And. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's right. So she lifted her hands and said, We happened. And Santorini is the place for things to happen. But Kate thought that he was probably smitten from the beginning. Yes, I think I I think that's right. I agree. Um, yes, Betty says business time with Nicholas. Yes, <laughs> and, and Kenzie. And right on cue, what's playing? <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie said Michelangelo commissions sculpt to sculpt females, and he's like, oh, if I have to, fine. If I have to. Well, I'm sure he was kind of closeted at the time, because like, I. I don't yes. think that was. Uh, I don't think that was as acceptable in the Renaissance as it would be today. You know, I doing... think you're right on that. So. It's it's it swung the pendulum has swung back and forth on that issue throughout Many history. Mm -hmm. Many times. So yeah. Cassie is making a face that uh, he wasn't in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um. That. He had was using another a, a different concierge, mm -hmm. and uh, Kate said it was probably sexual tension. And uh, it's a powerful. It's a motivator. powerful motivator. Well, that's true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. So she was glad for her new man, and she wasn't alone anymore. And she had been alone for a long time, as uh, as long as she had known her. And. You know, so I can imagine Kate was like, yes, she's got somebody. Yeah. Because I'm sure Kate tried to fix her up a few times along the way. Absolutely. Uh, um, and 
that Nicholas was hot just <laughs> yeah, was the icing on the cake. Right. That just made it even yeah. more in, more in, uh, intriguing. Yes. So then Cassie uh, is going, but... <laughs> so Kate continued trying to keep the conversation away from Kurt. She said that Nicholas seemed so sad. He didn't fit the tortured artist profile, but take him out of his black suit. And that is what she saw. I thought that was such a profound observation yes. on her part. Yes, it was. I, I really, that just, that for me made me like just love Kate even more. Because boy, she, she nailed it. Mm hmm. She nailed it there. And um, Betty says, I bet Kate is wondering if Nicholas has a brother she can set her, <laughs> set her up with. And Lori <laughs> said, I didn't know that about Michelangelo. And Kenzie says, I think many were bisexual back in those days. No? Um, Probably. I think there was a variety. You know, I think as, as it is now, right? Yeah, and like, I... People are people. The, the percentages probably held true with the population and sexual orientation now as it did hundreds of years ago. Yeah, right. I know that uh, in uh, the, was that, Outlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just Captain watched that episode. Jack or something. Yeah. I just, I literally just watched that episode. Yeah. Like a couple I, days ago because I'm behind on my Outlander. I love that character. Yeah. He's got his own book, by the way. But, oh. um, the, you know, they would marry and mm -hmm. do their husbandly duties or wifely duties. Uh, and, but they might have their own little affairs off, mm -hmm. off in the back. Um, so, um, anyway, so Kate's, you know, she's, she's talking about how sad he looks. So Acacia told her that, you know, he had lost his sister, and uh, Kate said that explains it, and gave her the advice, if he's an unhappy person, then he'll eventually make her unhappy. And this kind of took Acacia back. Her, her eyes found Kurt's, but he gave nothing away. And she turned, fell back in step with Kate's, with Kate's warning, hitting, ringing. Dun, 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 dun. So that concludes this chapter. We finally finished it. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. It's a good one, though. I, I like because it demonstrates their friendship. It dem it demonstrates their trust of each other, their caring of each other. Mm -hmm. um, their you friendship. Know, their friendship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it also, Acacia, it, it, it does, you know, show Acacia, um, kind of Acacia's independence and the fact that, you know, she wasn't too thrilled that Nicholas tried to intervene a little bit and send over his buddy to, from the Louvre <laughs> to, uh, you know, I think, I, yeah, I think he was doing that out of kindness though. I do. Um, but yes, as, as Betty says, maybe Kate is psychic and Kenzie says she loves Kate and Betty said, I bet Kate's wondering if Nicholas has a brother. Well, I mentioned that already, and Kate is very wise. And, and yes, Betty, Acacia needs, needed girl time. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my book's starting to fall apart. <laughs> time to get a new one. Yes. 
I still need to, well, no, do I have that one? I have so many books I need to buy in paper because I, I use everything on my reader now. I don't have all of my SR books on in paper. Well, I, have, I have them all on paper. I, I, mm -hmm. But, you know, when I'm going through, I'm marking things in, how's this yeah. go, and, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's a book that the spine doesn't hold open real easy. Right. So I have this one spot where it's literally, I could tear tear it at that point. And it can go right in half. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in need. I'm in desperate need. And SR, if you're listening, a signed one would be nice. <laughs> I know. Happen. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the chat room and Kenzie says, I can't read digital. I feel like it strains my eyes, so I have to read physical, and I enjoy holding them and getting to annotate. I know, Kenzie. I, 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 am a, I, do, love, I do love my paper books. I'm not, I, that was my preference, but I, I kind of got hooked on um, I got hooked on the reader when I broke my wrist. And frankly, the, the reason why I use my reader and I know Lori just says um, she uses her iPad mostly, um, is, is, uh, is matrimonial, um, how shall I put it? Uh, <laughs> matrimonial harmony. <laughs> Meaning I can read my reader at night and have it on a low setting and the room can be dark so my husband can sleep because if I'm reading paper, I have to have the light on and then it's hard for my husband to sleep and I can't read and um, you know, so the reader makes, makes my, uh, life better. <laughs> well, when I, when I first started reading, um, SR's work, I was, uh, working and, uh, I would, I had them on my phone. I did this with 50 shades too. Mm -hmm. And when I was, um, if I was doing something where I was doing a lot of typing or, mm -hmm. or whatever, then I would have the phone. Uh, below the keyboard <laughs> yes so I could read and type and read and I would also um, with the audio books I would I would uh, have one earpiece in hanging off mm -hmm. so that I could still talk on my phone but listen to the story as well I love it yeah. I love it Kenzie says I'm hoping to meet him and get the rest of mine signed <laughs> We would love that, Kenzie. I'm not. I'm not banking on that, though. I. I, I feel like. Look, SR has held on to his, his yeah. privacy for this long. Mm -hmm. You know, I. I think. You know, I'm. I. If. If we would ever have a chance to meet, that would be fantastic. But I'm not. I'm not expecting that. I'm yeah, just I'm happy that we have that interaction, um, that he um, interacts with the fans, and I know, on occasion. Uh, he will do uh, signed copies through uh, pages and um, you know well hopefully at some point we'll have a chance for that again um, Betty says I have all my books on my phone I can highlight all I want and take That's notes right. all I want plus my audiobooks are on the phone I actually yeah, have I, books I'm... on my phone and books on my reader Yeah, I have, um, to, I have to annotate the, the physical book I have to have the physical book when I'm mm -hmm. working on notes and stuff um, I, and I do like to hold them in my hand when I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, there's just something special about that. 
but I do have them on on my iPad. I have them on my phone, and uh, it just you know so I can pick them up anywhere. And mm-hmm. with WhisperSync, <laughs> depending upon which device you're using, it will take you right to the page that you want. So. Oh, nice, yes. nice. Um, Kenzie noted that she realizes it's about SR and I, she doesn't think it'll happen, but I can't let my heart drop like that, but I'm so grateful for his time and being able to talk to him. Um, but I can't afford to buy all new signed copies. I'm with you, Kenzie. I'm with you right now. I, I can tell I you have, that. Um, I, I think the only books I don't have signed for him are The Roman and The Man in the Black Suit. And I forget whether where the Raven and the Shadow are signed. Mm. I forget. I know the I know the Gabriel ones are, but I, what he was doing for a time was he was working through this bookstore in California, mm-hmm. and they they do get expensive. Um, I think you know like a sixteen dollar book is like thirty two dollars because you're paying for shipping and everything. Right, right. So. Kenzie says I think there are six I need signed. I'm sure I've had at least, I think, I think I have the Gabriel series, um, but I don't even have the physical books for a bunch of the other ones. I don't have Florentine in physical form yet, um, if I'm thinking about it. And, you know, I, I hope to get them though. I do. Lori has two signed books. I Um, I know. I know the, what I have signed because I have two of them. The ones that I bought originally mm-hmm. and the signed one. But what I find hysterical, <laughs> I had the, with the Raven, um, I had, didn't re- didn't remember, didn't realize that I had had the signed Raven mm-hmm. or a Raven book. You know, I had the audio and I had the other. And I'm like, oh, I just, I've got to get the paper. I've got to get the paper. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh yeah, I now have three ravens. <laughs> well, but as Betty pointed out, which is is really right on point, it's easier to look for whatever scene she's looking for when she's doing research with the ebook version. Yes, that which is, is true. why she's so quick on the draw when we have a Gabriel series question. That's um, how I found Julia's apartment. Right, which From was so cool. Did you guys e-book, get to see those I pictures? Got the did you guys get to see the pictures um, go into Twitter and do the hashtag OCanada19? Mm. And you'll get to see Gabe, uh, All the pictures. Julia's apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I didn't do, though? I didn't put it on the, the fan page. I've got to do that. Okay. Well, I think I put a copy of it for some money. Um, I think Monica had asked, Monica, Monica Sophia, mm-hmm. had asked if anybody had gone on the visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, sites so like yeah I've been to Selins Grove I've been to Florence I've been to Oxford <laughs> uh, London <laughs> Paris <laughs> Toronto and I haven't been to Boston that's the only one I have place I haven't gone yet 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 is the operative there. word yes and you know what if you want to get really if you want to get really into it we can go to Philly to the Four Saint Seasons Joseph. And we can also go to New York. 
um, we, there's a couple ancillary places we could also mm-hmm. do. Kenzie says the bookstore in California shipping cost is insane and that's why I can't afford them. The full price of the novel is fine. I'd love to visit Boston and of course all of the other beautiful places mm. and all of the other places, but I think it's beautiful in Boston. Kenzie, you know what? I could see you in Boston. Mm-hmm. I totally could see you in Boston. And there's a boatload of all kinds of schools and art scene. It's a, you know. a great art scene up there. And yeah. I mean, you've got Boston College, Boston Tons University. of culture. Obviously, Harvard. Um, I, I forget. When we were up there, I think there's almost 100 Tufts. colleges in a, like a three-hour area or something. Oh, it's, yeah. it's some insane... Um, um, yeah, Berkeley College of Music. There, there's um, a, there's also another Berkeley, I think. There's a Buckley, mm. but it's it's a college. A friend of my son's went yep. to. The Berkeley okay. College of Music is there. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine. Northeastern. Mine's, Northeastern. Oh yeah, there's a boatload. And All kinds of good ones, of course. Harvard. <laughs> when you go down to. New Haven, Connecticut, and there's Yale. Yale. So you have the Ivies there, but there's uh, tons of colleges in between. And I think they have a lot of strong community colleges as well. Trade schools and specialized training institutes. Um, Yeah. Lori says Boston is close to you, isn't it? Well, in my mind, it is, Lori, because you know I drive like a crazy woman. Um, it's about the same distance for me to go to Boston, and I'm talking me. Pam, it's probably a little closer. Yeah, it is um, closer. As it is, it's close as close to me to get to Boston as it is to get to Toronto. They're both uh, roughly seven hours. And Six I'm and about the seven hours. Yeah, I'm about five hours from Boston. Yeah, because she Pam's further east, and you just literally it's a straight up shot up I-95. Um, I've driven to Boston several times. It is, and actually, I worked with a guy. I worked with a guy who would commute to go see his wife on the weekends when he was working on a project in Harrisburg. He would drive to Boston every weekend, which, even for me, that's that's a lot. (laughs) But um, he would leave work around four and get there, you know, Mm -hmm. before probably between 11 well he drove really fast so probably around 10 30 he got there and it's, um, it's it's a whole cool area up there um when you go all around i grew growing up i lived in norwood which is like a suburb out just outside and that's right um i was very young though but the house that i lived in which was cool it was a former governor's mansion and the people that bought the house made two apartments they eventually made a third apartment but it was we were on the second floor and the the it was part the house was part of the uh underground railroad system and i love that the there was a room a hidden room behind the fireplace on the second floor because i I remember my my mom going in there for things Mm -hmm. and you know, so that was that, and again, I that was young. Would be I think cool. I was about four or five years old when I lived there, mm-hmm. and um, 
but it's not far from the Cape. Mm-hmm. And uh, not far from Gloucester. Gloucester's a f- fun city to visit. That's where they that George Clooney movie um, and Matt Damon filmed. Oh, yeah. Uh, about with the ship that went down. Yeah. The, fish, um, the fishing trawler. Yep. I'm forgetting the name of it, but I know the one you mean. And um, they had... Uh, what else? What else they have up there? Oh, it's just... It's uh, just so much. Salem, mm-hmm. where the witch trials were. Yep. Plymouth Rock, which is the tiniest little rock you'd ever want to see. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I, it's, it's a beautiful area. I, I had a Facebook memory that popped up um, today. And two years ago today, I was in New England. I was in Burlington, Vermont. And we did our northwest, our northeast to- swing, and did go to Boston during that uh, that time two years ago. And it's it is really a special place. Mm-hmm. I, Kenzie says she's let she she's never been to the northeast of the U.S., but she's been to the northeast of Canada, and she'd love to visit Harvard. And Betty would love to visit too. She said it'd be fun to visit the sites with more readers. SR readers get yeah. as excited as me when we see anything related to Gabriel's Inferno. Well, Betty, you have no idea. <laughs> Betty, I know you Betty, have no you idea. have to go uh, race between <laughs> we, the raindrops. Yes, be careful. It, it is it is time. You it's should be wrapping it up. Right and and Kenzie, yes, you should come out to PA. We could do a road trip. It would be we fun. We could do a real road trip. And I could take you to the barns. Yeah, love the barns and the Philadelphia oh. Art Museum is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Lori thought it was a bit closer from where we are to Boston. Um, not yeah, it, yeah it's hard. It, and and I know you're in Texas, um, and Texas is just humongous all over the place. Um, it's not quite as close as you would think. Um, no, but still, five hours from Philly. Boston, I think, is pretty pretty good. It's, it's doable, and Amtrak. It's goes definitely right doable. Up there too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. And so, Betty, have a great night. Yes. Thanks okay. for joining us. As always. So be well. And about the books, and I think I I understand why they're so expensive, mm-hmm. because basically, like I guess they get the the books that they're going to use for mm-hmm. the, that. And SR has to sign them, so I don't know whether you know they he, the books get shipped directly to him. He signs them, and then they he gets them over to California, and then California has to ship them to us. Mm-hmm. It's like extra which, shipping. Yeah, which is like. <laughs> yes, Kenzie says with gloves. Yes. Yeah. Can't Lori get any says... fingerprints. Lori says she's traveled that far to our son's sporting events in Texas. Lori, I totally believe that. I can believe Texas that. Is, well, even people from our area, though, they'll, they'll travel up and down the East Coast for a lot of sporting um, oh, yeah. tournaments. My son, uh, had a, my son had a friend who was on a travel hockey team, mm-hmm. and he would have to go all over the place. And they would go to Canada uh, for, oh, yeah. for specific games. So. Wow. My God, it looks like a sheet with the rain out there right now. Yeah, it's coming. It's so hard. It's coming down. Mm-hmm. Poor pumpkin is out, so I may have to go get it. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
And Kenzie says, I wonder if one of his lush hairs fell into one of the books or if he wore a toque. <laughs> <laughs> or a toque. Uh, is Oshkosh close to either of you? I don't know. No. I hope you guys will be Osh okay. No, Oshkosh, is Oshkosh isn't. Yeah. And that's about, for me, because we lived in Milwaukee when I was, my sister was born in Milwaukee. And mm -hmm. I remember my mom saying it was like a 12-hour car ride from Milwaukee to Philadelphia. Yeah, so. that's about right. Because, yeah. yeah, I've driven, we've driven that too. <laughs> <laughs> but we drove up to Michigan and took a ferry across Lake Michigan to get to Milwaukee. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a haul. Thanks, Lori. Lori says, keep an eye on the weather and be safe, everyone. Kenzie says, I was going to say I'm going there 4th of July weekend so I could take the Amtrak. Yeah, I think it's that would probably be a really long one. But Oshkosh should be yeah. fun over 4th yeah. of July weekend. I, love, I would think that would be fun. I love the Midwest. I really love that, Kenzie. That's another, I mean, I know you're, you're in really in the heartland in Oklahoma and I have to tell you, I I enjoyed my time when uh, we were in just that southern part of Oklahoma, where Oklahoma City is. Um, but, oh, and she's going to the Dells to visit family. Oh, my gosh, Patsy. Enjoy that area. It is so beautiful. You know that, though, because you've been there. She misses the Great Lakes. Well, that's something definitely fun to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I want good pictures, and please have cheese curds on my behalf. <laughs> I'm a little addicted to them, even though I didn't have any poutine in Canada. So, Leslie, I know. Go to the Lancaster Farmer's Market. They're there. I know. I know they are. Okay. But it's not the same. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> I know. They're not the same, but... So anyway, um, I'm looking we'll forward be, to next week. Well, what, next what week, not next week, the following week. Yes, forward to the following week, which is the 12th, I believe. June 12th. Yeah. So we have June 12th, and then we and have then a hiatus, and then we have June 26th, 27th, the special. 26th, yeah. Yep. 27th was my wedding anniversary. That's why it sticks Aww. in my head. Very and good, Pammy. The, With uh, the late great. The late great. We would be mm -hmm. been married 37 years. Yeah, 37 years. If he was still around. Mm. Well, I'm, we'll have to have a little, perhaps a little toast. Always. Always toast. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, you know, you can never forget. You just move forward. That's all you can That's do. right. That's so, right. Thank and you, Lori. Thanks, Lori. And Kenzie, thank you. Good night. Thank and you. all of both of you stay well. Um, enjoy and be safe, everyone. Yes. And I'm going to leave you with a little Miles Davis. And it's Miles Runs the Voodoo Down. You do that voodoo that you do so well. Love it. <laughs> Talk to you all in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, the store must have just passed me again because now it's literally, it was almost darkness. It was dark, and now it's light again. So, be safe, my friend. Yeah, oh, definitely. All right, take care. Bye.